This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, before we get to that, I did not see this game last night live, but I was watching the ending again this morning because I saw it everywhere. Houston was playing West Virginia in the Big 12. We got to take you through this. So Houston is on top. 35-32, just 22 seconds to play in this game. West Virginia with the ball, and this happens. Fourth and 10, ball game on the line. Green's pass, caught. Wow. And look out, it's Clement. He might score. He wow. does score. Touchdown, West Virginia. I like courtesy of FS1. So a 50-yard touchdown pass from Hudson Clement to Garrett Green to put West Virginia on top, 39-35. If you're thinking, okay, great, two seconds to play, awesome. No, 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 not, not over yet. Cougars get one final chance. Again, two seconds left on the clock, 49 yards to go, and this is what happens. Well, Donovan has still hit 15 in a row. Let's see if he can get to 16, Spencer. 15 pass completions in a row. This will be his last, and it's for the football game. If he can get it off. To the end zone. Tipped. And he caught it. It's touchdown. Holy Toledo. Stephon Jackson does it again. Donovan Smith catches a Hail Mary from Stephon Johnson, and Houston wins outright 41-39 as a three-point dog. They were plus 125 on the money line. Imagine being on West Virginia. Actually, you could say that for both sides. Imagine if you were on Houston and you think, oh, it's a terrible beat. Mountaineer score with 22 seconds to play. The 50-yard touchdown pass, what a bad beat. And then the bad beat switches the other way because of a Hail Mary from the Cougars. This was wild. This is the type of game that if you are in West Virginia, it makes you want to stop betting altogether, especially when it comes to college football. Because please correct me if I am off base here, but doesn't it feel like we see this more often than not in college football as opposed to like the NFL or some other sports? It just feels like Mm -hmm. this is why we love college football because usually there is some type of chaos uh, at the end of games. Obviously not this chaotic. I don't think anybody saw this coming. It just feels like, uh, remember Mac games that are played on Wednesday nights? This kind Mm -hmm. of had hints of that where it just has a bananas ending. You know, there is no defense. The cornerbacks are nowhere to be found. So it just... This is why I don't love betting on college football sometimes because of endings like this. Oh, man. 
absolutely brutal. Although I will say this was great for me because now as a Texas fan, West Virginia had been undefeated in the Big 12, even though I don't think they're a very good football team. So now the path is clear for Texas if Texas wins out and they, they will go to the college football playoff, I think, if they can beat Oklahoma again in the Big 12 championship game. So Texas just needs to keep winning. They'll get back, hopefully, for a rematch with the Sooners. But that's a few weeks down the line still. This was good because West Virginia was the one team that maybe had a chance to throw that path off. Let's talk about this weekend in college football. And we start tonight, Chelsea. Stanford at Colorado. Buffs laying 11.5 points. Buffs minus 450 on the money line. And the Cardinal plus 340 total set at 60 and a hook. Are you going to bet on this game? I see everyone on Coach Prime in the bus. It does feel like a spot where Colorado would kind of get their mojo back because they have had to play Mm -hmm. some really tough uh, teams. Stanford is not a tough team, at least compared to the likes of offenses of UNC, of Oregon. So maybe this is a good get right spot, but I feel like with Colorado games, it's really hard to bet on them because the line just moves so much. This one opened at eight. Now it's up to 11 and a half. It just feels like the value's all gone. I would lean towards Colorado here. Uh, like I said, a get right spot back at home against the Stanford team. That is not very good. But still, it feels like the value's all gone. So I will kiss it goodbye and say, maybe next time, Colorado. Maybe next time. Oh, my God. I... I know Colorado's going to win this game. I think Colorado covers, but I'm kind of over Colorado. And the reason why I'm over them is I don't like hypocrisy. And this is not a serious deal. But also when Coach Prime says, we don't talk, we don't talk. We just go out. We play hard. And then I see Shadur Sanders <laughs> after, we don't after that game. It gets, we don't talk or we just, we don't, we don't talk about other people. It's like, yeah, but sometimes you can go out you and do. actions mean more than words. I don't know if you saw that game against Arizona State where Shadur Sanders runs over to the Arizona State student section after the game and started pointing at his $70,000 watch that he was wearing. Uh, Guy. Cringe. Cringe, dude. You're one and two in conference. You beat a Sun Devils team that is one and five. All right. Nice, I guess. I'm glad you have that watch. But it's one, it's one thing to say, oh, we don't talk. It's like, okay, maybe you don't talk which you do talk, but also you're running over and your son's showing off his watch. Like, all right, I, that's enough for me. I'm taking Stanford plus the points, but no way I'm batting it. Let's move to Saturday, Chelsea. Ohio State at Purdue. Buckeyes laying 19 and a half points. Buckeyes minus 1,400 on the money line. Purdue is plus 800 and your total set at 51 and a half. That total has inched up from 49 and a half. What are you thinking here? Where does your mindset go when you first look at these games involving like the Blue Bloods? Because for me, especially with the team like Ohio State that's been, you know, less than dominant this year, I think you always start with the underdog, especially when you're getting this many points. So I think you have to try to make a case for Purdue here, even though it's not been a team that even when getting points has been very good, just two and six against the number in their last eight. Uh, But I don't think I want to lay 20 points with Ohio State here, like maybe they cover, but it's just, I don't think it's a team that I want to trust just yet. You've got to remember that Maryland yeah. game was actually closer than that final score indicates. So eventually they did win yeah. and they did cover, but that game was um, feeling a little sweaty for people who did have that that number. 
I just feel like there's not a ton of value on betting the brand name teams in football unless you can really trust them. Like the same goes for teams like USC. I think there is one thing yeah. about USC you can trust, and that is their offense. Other than that, sometimes it's a team that is a little overvalued. I think the same thing goes for Ohio State. Yeah, I, I totally with you here, and I, I like Purdue a lot. Actually, Ohio State has lost three of their last four trips to West Lafayette. That's not going to happen here, but I'm just not a believer yet in Ohio State's offense, and that has sort of been a theme throughout the entire season. They're not great at running the football, and if you look at Purdue, yeah, they're only 2-4, and four, but they've suffered some critical turnovers in bad spots. They could easily be 500 or better. Have a former Texas quarterback in Hudson Carr there, so I'll follow him a little bit. I like Purdue plus 19 and a half at home. Give me that home dog. Chelsea, here we go. Number eight, Oregon, visiting number seven, Washington. Cannot wait to watch this game. Huskies laying three. They are minus 155 on the money line. The Ducks are plus 125. Total set at 67 and a hook. I think I might just take Washington on the money line. Kind of right there at the threshold for me at minus 155. And Michael Penix Jr., I believe, has moved slightly ahead of Caleb Williams in some spots as the Heisman Trophy favorite. Depends on where you're looking at those odds. But I believe this will be Penix's maybe Heisman moment game. I think he's a real shot to win this thing. The odds bear that out. Bo Nix is no slouch himself. It, this may be whoever gets the ball last wins it. But I will roll with the Huskies in their home field advantage here. Huskies outright. This is a tough one because if you are getting mm -hmm. three points on the normal spread and if you feel like this game is almost a coin flip, just theory-wise, wouldn't you take the underdog? I think Oregon stands a chance here. I think I'll take uh, the yeah. three with Oregon. I do feel like this is going to be a close game. It's hard to go against Washington at home, but still, Oregon has been much better than expected and really good against the number this year. A perfect 5-0 mm -hmm. and oh against the spread in their last five games. So I think it's a team that maybe people aren't thinking about too much, even though you could probably say the same thing for Washington. 7-2 and two against the spread in their last nine, diving back to last season. But here's the odd thing about this game. Did it shock mm -hmm. you at all to see the total on this one go down? It opened at yes. 67 and a half, and now this one's down to 66. Because my square mind was thinking, oh, two Heisman Trophy candidates, <laughs> uh, two great offenses. Wouldn't you just take the over? But it doesn't look like the money is going that way, which should be a big red flag. I agree with you. These are the two highest scoring offenses in the entire country. So the money is coming in on the under. I've seen that as well, but that's going to be a stay away. I think I'll just stick with Washington and hope for a win. So we got uh, two or three other games here on the schedule. How about number 10 USC at number 21 Notre Dame? The Irish laying two and a half. Irish minus 145 on the money line. Trojans plus 120. Total sitting at 60 and a half. I want no part of this game, Chelsea. Do you? I think I'll take a team total for USC. Like I said, what is the one thing you can trust about USC? It is their offense. Yeah. And this is a tough spot for Notre Dame, who's had an absolute gauntlet of a schedule. I think that was the problem last week. This is just a Notre Dame team that ran out of mm -hmm. gas on the road at Louisville. You've got to remember, they were touchdown favorites in that game. They lost outright by a considerable margin. So do you think the recipe for an ailing team that is just worn down is facing Caleb Williams in this offense? I think not. So I will take a USC team total over 28 and a half, or you could go team touchdowns. 
it is a slightly different thing because if they land at exactly uh, 28, obviously you win over three and a half touchdowns. If my math is correct, both of those plays are what I would lean here. A small lean towards USC situationally. Again, I think Notre Dame's in a tough spot here, uh, but I think the better play is just trusting the offense alone. Also, I saw that video of the USC coaches spraying video or spraying water. I should say I saw the video of them spraying water on their players like, hey, it could be wet. Here's a little sprinkle, like the smallest water hose in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this is this is a baby water hose. This is not going to simulate rain at all if it gets wet in South Bend. That was just ridiculous. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.